0: Week, my friends, Alan and Adam recount Bible stories from their childhoods to me. I've never heard them before. My name is Nick. I'm Alan,
1: and I'm Adam. Okay. Uh, well, yep. last week we left off with Jonathan shooting uh, symbolic and not at all useful arrows mm-hmm. uh, to warn David
0: uh, yeah. theatrically. Uh, arrows were flying, spears were flying, to, to, everything to not flying. come home. Yep. And then we'd go meet him, and then, yeah, and then it was like, <laughs> pew pew pew, and then gave him a hug, and they cried it out. It's, mm-hmm. I do like it was funny because like I'd forgotten that like David cried more, which does make me feel a little bit better for because like Jonathan does feel like he gets short shrift in this whole thing. Like he's always like the most unrequited, like the, it's his. Unrequited yeah, yeah, life. yeah. Yeah. And I'm glad that he's both. Yeah. David seems to care about him.
1: So at this point, uh, David does boogie and uh, goes and hides in a cave.
0: He, I, it's kind of funny, like in my memory, he David spends most of his. Like, I don't know why, but like, I think of David a lot in a cave in this part of his life. And I don't think he was in the cave for that long, mm-hmm. but like this feels like I'm going to like, since all I can do is tie things to, to movies, Great. I'm ready Play uh, it on me in the, the Harry Potter. I just think of Plato. You go. Yeah. Perfect. In the Harry Potter movies, uh, the first of the Deathly Hallows has that whole scene, like the whole of them camping I don't Nick, you've probably not seen this, nope. but Alan, I know has been forced to see him because my sister yeah, would like I'm, I'm shove him you. down his throat. But you know, like like I the, read the books. I know, but like I don't want to like force that nerddom on you. But like the the first movie of this of the seventh book is like A lot of camping. Oh the whole fucking thing is just like them going to campground, to campground, or campground. And that's how I feel <laughs> like uh, is the same with David is like the whole, this whole chunk is just way too much of him in a cave. I don't know hmm. if that's real, but that's how I remember it as a kid. The, the popular guy in a cave What could go wrong.
1: I mean, a lot of my family vacations, uh, like tangentially <laughs> in cave.
0: involved caves.
1: Oh, hmm. I was kidding, like, but that's, we'd go to like central Oregon and there's all the lava tubes. Oh, that's cool. And so I have done a lot of cave exploration. Are you a spelunker? It is so fun. Caves uh, are cool. So I'm way on board. In this story, you guys
0: have all done like the the like the Mount Rainier cavey stuff, right? No, it's Mount Rainier up uh, in the. We cascades. did that. Uh, Alan and I did the ice caves, right? Which you didn't invite me to.
1: No, we nope. did not.
0: I'm doing a, a like an over the top <laughs> look at these guys for not inviting me. You're to the cave. still
1: not invited.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. And no, but seriously,
1: we should go though because it's really cool.
0: Yeah. Uh, Cold. Actually, it's ice. That does make sense. It. I feel like it's a classic. Like. Um, older American thing in an RV. Like you go around and you hit caves with the like lighted tour of the cave. Right. Now we're going to see these stalactites and they're illuminated. Right. Not to be confused with the stalagmites. And then they're illuminated. And then the whole thing gets illuminated. And then maybe some electric light orchestra plays or something and all the lights start going.
1: Ooh, fun. Or like ABC one, two, three laser light show.
0: mm -hmm. I mean, the more you talk about this, the more I'm really into it. I would It's great.
1: I love caves. My mom and I
0: did one cave, I think once. Interesting. Somewhere in Wisconsin, those beautiful Wisconsin caves, land of lakes, land of caves.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so
0: I'm on board with this Wait, whole cave is thing. Wisconsin's, Wisconsin's the land of lakes. <laughs> is that Michigan? Wiscon? Is Wiskin the place with that of the lakes? No, doesn't matter. Wisconsin's the cheese. Yeah, but don't they? Isn't the land of a thousand lakes? Wisconsin, is, that, Wisconsin is beautiful. I, I, I was surprised. Somebody confirm or deny that, are that there are <laughs> lakes. Lots of lakes in Wisconsin. You're I'm talking, talking about there Minnesota. Minnesota. It's in Minnesota. It's Minnesota. Well, they're next door. Uh, there's no overlap. So <laughs> anyway, he's hiding in a cave, in a cave. Uh, and the, the reason this is sort of, I mean, not the only reason, but part of the reason is that, uh, Saul is still on the rampage and charging it. Basically, I believe for like for a while, like he's go- basically like, holding town's ransom because he knows that David will come try to save him.
1: Uh, a little bit. Yeah. He's like got things staked out. And because of that, uh, they just so basically right, say, like, on the way to the, On the way to the
0: cave, uh, <laughs> David stops by a temple to, like, oh, right. get supplies. Shit, I forgot about this. Sorry. Uh, yeah, so he stops at this... Hold on, it's got a great name. Like, Nog or something like that. Nob. Nob, right, you know, like... The temple mm-hmm. at Nob. Temple at Nob. Great. Uh, and which is near Gath or in Gath? It's, like, on the way. I don't really know And for if you sure. remember, Gath is where um Goliath is from. Okay. So, like he wasn't a Philistine. He was a, a gather, gather, a a gather. Let's say gather, like gather. That's fun. Anyway. So he goes like David goes to the place where he, yeah. Yeah. Like historically ruined this town's sure, you know, child and, uh, shows up there and they're like giving him supplies. Do they fix him up somehow? Like he wounded.
1: Uh, so he, he shows up in the temple and he says he's on the business of this is important. Actually. He says he's on the business of Saul. He does not say he's on the run. And so the priest, um, gives him some bread. Oh, that is interesting. Given how this plays out. Right. He gives him some bread. turns out they only had like the blessed breads, and there's a whole debacle there with him eating the God's bread and whatever. I don't, Samuel care. seems to be fine. I don't give a shit. Uh, but also at this temple on his quest, <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. right? Like that like goes like, Hey, by the way, We've got Goliath's sword, you know, like the one that, you know, he carried. Well, that you cut his head off with. Yeah. Would you like is it? Is this like their relic? Yeah, apparently. I guess. Cool. And so he's like, yeah, I'll take that. And so he gets it. Goliath's does, sword. It feels
1: Whoa. like he's like, yeah, he's like roaming the countryside on his quest. Uh, totally. And then he finds a cave and puts together his like ragtag crew, literally, of anyone who is in debt
0: or who was discontented. Whoa, cool. Yeah, he just basically... It's like he starts a class war. It's also a giant sword, too, right? Well, So here's the thing. We presume. Alan and I were kind of like talking about this bantering before. Like, either it's a giant sword, or like Goliath just had like a toothpick. They're just like...
1: Oh, right. Yeah, he, Goliath could have had a stabby sword. Goliath could have not been a giant, <laughs> or... Um, it None could have been skill. like a like a final final fantasy <laughs> yes
0: I was just gonna say yeah it's totally a cloud strife sword of like it's just, what the hell it's Like a yeah. foot at the base yeah. of it yeah yeah.
1: <laughs> it, it's a two-hander it's nine feet long yeah
0: no I fucking this is like this is playing into the like the mythological I, I'm David does that fantasy.
1: thing where like he holds it kind of like at a cocked angle and then instead of running he just like s- his feet like stutter in a lightning bolt
0: forward yes and the back is like she's like anime yes yeah so so he gets this ragtag team. Yeah. They're all riding on Chocobos. I don't Correct. know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> Those are like the little Final Fantasy animal, like mounts.
1: See, I, I referenced say. Final Fantasy and I've seen my cousin play it, but that's pretty much it.
0: In yeah. my mind, it's more like a Devil May Cry, but that's just... I don't get that either. Mm. It just... the. It's, it's all, like, Japanese giant sword, flowy hair, blonde people. Wow, I am just failing hard on these references. <laughs> yeah. Uh, See, people, Alan's not a nerd. So he's in a cave. He's in a cave. Uh, and, yeah, all the people basically in the area, When as soon as Saul comes and harasses them, they go, well, he's up in the caves. Okay. And so Saul goes up to the caves. And apparently these caves are super complex because he can't find them initially. And so they camp for the night. David and his ragtag group of people. This is, I'm just realizing, this is Robin Hood. Yeah, a little bit. Like, anyway, like, his, Robin Hood and his merry men, or David and his merry men, are, like, find Saul's encampment. They sneak around, and David um, literally, like, cuts off a chunk of Saul's robe, just tr- basically saying, like, uh, I could have killed you. I don't want you dead. Please stop trying to kill me.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah, he says many times that um, it it is, I can't kill you because you were anointed by the Lord. Correct. Like, he knows that he is also anointed, but, like, the fact that Saul has been anointed by the Lord means, like, I shouldn't kill you. Yeah. I
0: will be king after you're dead, but not. I'm not going to cause that.
1: Yeah. And he stopped all of his men from killing him as well. Right. I should also say that it says that uh, Saul went into the, into the cave to do his business.
0: <laughs> this will get him out. And it ended with him asleep. So... That's a yeah. bad shit. If you, like... <laughs> Sure. I mean, maybe just like had a Game Boy, fell asleep on the toilet. As a kid, I know I at least once fell asleep on the toilet playing the Game Boy. That that's <laughs> had to have happened. Tetris, Mario, probably Mario, Ren and Stimpy platformer. What? That would have been awesome. No, I, it was. I only had. I had like three games. Had, You're uh, too old for Pokemon. It might have been Doctor Mario. Hmm. Anyway, I've split the difference. Does anyone remember Doctor Mario? Heck yeah. Like anyway. Uh. So David spares him once. So then. There, he does it again, but I don't remember the details. Willingly spares him. Correct. Yes. So like the, the comfort, the, the cutting of his robe. cloak or robe is like right in front of him. No, it's he's not asleep. like a secret thing. He's literally asleep. And like, David's like proving like, I got you. Uh-huh. He like wakes him up and be like, okay, I could have killed. you. I yeah, thought like, it was like a, a thing of like, Oh, somebody, Oh, he must've been here. No, no. no. It was like, he wakes him up and goes like. Like, I basically, see. with yeah, like yeah. You know, okay. arrows drawn, pointed at him, like, <clears throat> we could have killed you. Yeah. We don't want to stop fucking trying to kill me. Got it, got it. And Saul doesn't learn. Okay. And, but
1: every time this happens, Saul is like, yeah, you're a better man than me. Like, you will definitely be king.
0: I'm still going to chase you, though. Uh-huh. It's a weird, like, Saul feels really conflicted through this. Like, it, it feels a little bit, like, Saul feels a little bit like the, like, small town, like, the local, like, basketball hero who gets promoted <laughs> way past where he should be Uh and like, can't quite deal at the level that he gets thrust into. And so through the, like the, like if it's a movie the entire time he's just trying to do his best. And it's always like all of the lessons that he's ever learned don't really apply at this level. Yeah. Is that.
1: Wow. That. Okay. Yeah. That's a metaphor.
0: Just, it just feels, I don't know. I, I feel like I've seen this movie in like sports movies where you watch the guy who just like, he wasn't able to like, he was a really good football player, but could never like handle the politics Mm -hmm. of the NFL.
1: I'm going to call him the sheriff of Nottingham.
0: Yeah. I mean like, Jesus, this is where that comes from, isn't it?
1: Where it's more of a, like a personal vendetta versus actual, like this wouldn't gain him
0: any king points. Yeah. 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 No, people hate him for it. Right. Well, and he's literally
1: like the Bible goes out of the way to talk about how clever David is in like evading him a time and a time and time again, and talks about them like circling mountains, like a, like chasing a little kid and they're on the other side of the couch. And yeah. you're like, ah, 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 you know, trying to like go one way and yeah. then go the other way around the couch. And it's really annoying. Like it's still see- more of the,
0: like the vaudeville thing. Yes, <laughs> totally. It feels like that. Yeah. It's just, I, I don't know. Like I feel dumb. As, it feels dumb. It feels yeah. dumb. And as an adult <laughs> looking back, I, I begin to see things less, less black and white. Like it's so easy to go like David's hero, like uh, Saul's the bad guy and more. I remember seeing like Hamlet like all the way through and never understood it i never understood claudius like he seems like a really completely just like evil character like mm-hmm. like knocked off his brother mm-hmm. married the wife Mm-hmm. bad. But then, uh, the Benedict Cumberbatch BBC or not BBC, uh, national theater version of it had, uh, a director who actually made Claudius's arc make sense where in the end, like Claudius, you, you understand that Claudius is just trying to hold the kingdom together. Like the kingdom is literally in civil war falling apart around him and whether or not he killed his brother is kind of irrelevant. He's literally just trying to hold up and his stepson is just fucking the entire thing up. And like, creating chaos in an already chaotic situation. And it's one of those things where like, as a like teenager and person in my twenties, I didn't get the nuance of that and coming to it later. And also the way that this director actually just did a fantastic job running the story. You go, Oh fuck, this is like Hamlet's a piece of shit. And it's just like a, a wind little, uh-huh. little, little asshole. And he's just trying to hold this thing together and in the end is killed by, you know, like stupid circumstance. Sure. And I think it's the same sort of thing. here. like, Saul may be a much more like nuanced character, although he did throw a spear at his kids. So,
1: I mean, yeah, he, he was the first king of like a vagabond nation. Right. So he he really is kind of just trying to hold it all together. And
0: like there's this other like super popular. Right. Air Superstar young kid. guy. Like yeah that's a I mean who how, apparently the like the prophet is into yeah
1: yeah, and is consorting with his son, who is the next the heir in line, and like, like Saul should be paranoid, right, and well yeah, like Jonathan straight up gave up mm-hmm. his anyway yeah it, it's pretty crazy. Uh, the one thing I will like both give him credit for and find annoying is that Saul himself is the one chasing like, right he should have just like <laughs> said his general send a henchman, yeah but, <laughs> but also, I appreciate he didn't yeah. We're, yeah, this is like such a inconsequential part. I
0: mean, not really. His obsession is important. Right. And and I think, yeah, that's kind of what I wanted is like, it's, he's crazy obsessed with getting David yes. and, the, and the end of his life is essentially just him. It's Wile e. Coyote. Yeah. A little bit. A little bit. Um, there's another time and I don't remember the details. Alan, you're gonna have to like fill me in. He, David spares his life. Like this whole thing happens again, but not with the robe. Uh-huh. He, oh, oh. No, no, go ahead. I feel like I haven't, I, have, I feel like I haven't earned this one. So go ahead and tell basically David's
1: hiding in the wilderness and Saul is camping in the wilderness as well. But mm-hmm. he must have like a high vantage point or something. Cause he sees Saul's encampment enough where he sees Saul in the bullseye, like the very middle sleeping um, and takes a couple men and sneaks all the way into the middle where Saul is sleeping and, and I can only imagine uh, like spooning his spear. It's, it says the Bible yeah. says his spear is thrust in the ground right by his
0: head. Okay. Like that guy liked his spear. I mean, so he just had the one spear. So he had to shamefully like walk over and pry it out of the wall every time he flung it at somebody. Yes. Okay. I like that image. No, he probably made someone do it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Bobby, go yeah. get me the spear. And so David snuck down with a couple guys and one of his guys, um, Says, please let me strike him at once with the spear right into the earth. I will not have to strike him a second time, which is fair. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and but David wouldn't let him do it again. You know, this guy has been chosen by the Lord. Sure. I'm not doing it. So he took a spear and his water jug, went up to the mount, like the hilltop, and was like, Saul, <laughs> Saul. Actually, he, it got was. just spear? It wasn't Saul. He like talked shit about. I forget the guy's name, but like the guy who should have been awake and guarding Saul.
0: He oh, like, that's you like talk shit of that guy. Oh, that's a little bit dickish. Well, David is a dick. He's a dick. But I do like that. He took his spear like as far as like, yeah, yeah. T- like impotency, like taking like the thing you fucking totally throw at me all the time The thing yeah. you throw at your son. Yeah. Like I'm t- I took your fucking power. Yeah. And he gave it back. Did he give it back? Yeah, he
1: did. Oh, well, he's like, send a guy and I'll give it back. <laughs> I'm not going down there. Not it's like, like a securi-
0: it's like a security blanket. <laughs> Saul needed it. They're truly like some very dumb, like childish war games. Yes. 100%. <laughs> so in this time too, what gets kind of crazy, I didn't like put it together that like during this time, basically David goes and works for the Philistines, right? Yeah. I, I, this surprised me when I read it, um, for this. Like I remember him going and like kind of fighting battles and doing kind of mercenary type shit, I, but I didn't realize like he's literally working for <laughs> the, like the enemy. Yeah. Well, he, um, Yeah, in my mind, he, like, is running around, Saul's chasing him,
1: blah, 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 and then there's a big battle where Saul dies. Okay. (laughs) I didn't realize, like, what precipitates the battle was David finally realizes, like, us running around the desert is going to end with me dying Mm -hmm. because
0: he's got the manpower. The odds eventually are going to get me.
1: And so he runs to the king of the Philistines, who didn't like him.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know,
1: cause he killed their, their big bad dude.
0: And he also collected at least 200 of their foreskins right. at some point. Right. I feel like he did. He maybe didn't bring that up in the interview. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, all those guys are dead or dickless. So <laughs> well, I mean, they he, don't have to be dickless. He might've just yeah. circumcised them. <laughs> yeah. Like there's a whole town of men just really unhappy for a couple just months. Uncomfortable. Um,
1: and so he goes to the king <laughs> and is like, Hey, um, I'm going to work for you now. Uh, I'm going to need a town. Okay. <laughs> okay. So the king gives him his own little like fiefdom.
0: Really? Hmm. Yeah. Like it uh, becomes like a full on like leader of a town.
1: It is called
0: Ziklag. I feel like at some point he read the secret. Like he, he oozes <laughs> the confidence <laughs> of like he just walks into a place and says, I'm going to do this for you. And I need this. And everybody's like, oh, granted. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I You mean, just have to ask. Yes. Oh, spoiler alert. That's what the secret is. I did write in my notes. <laughs> no longer <a> secret. <laughs> I did write in my notes. Uh, David has big balls. Yeah, yeah, but he does. I mean, he literally. I mean, that's how he got. Like theoretically, the David and Goliath thing. He just kind of just shows he up just and goes like, it. "I'm going to do it." Yeah. Um. But yeah, so he he's kind of he basically starts shit that with the Philistines again, mm-hmm. and so um. Well, he's he's
1: acting as a mercenary. Yeah. Right. So he's like raiding. Okay, so the Bible goes out of his way. To, this, this is confusing. The Bible goes out of his way to say that David told this king that he was raiding like towns in Judah, like his own people, as well as like the Amalekites and blah 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 blah. Everybody like sacking and killing everyone, and then he would like bring the king all the goods. But the Bible's like, but really he was just doing it to the other ones, and he would say he was doing it to his own people to make the king think <laughs> he was on his side, and. All this subterfuge. This is more and, of this shit We're but like. But then, like, uh, you know, like less religious Bible scholars are saying, like, yeah, he probably was just being a mercenary. Uh-huh. Just <laughs> like, sacking everybody. That's the easier answer. Right. Yeah. Like, he probably was just killing He's everybody.
0: a mercenary with a good PR
1: department yeah the writers of the bible right correct
0: (laughs) they like need him
1: to be the good guy one of
0: the best yeah because we we, we've pinned this jesus thing on this guy and so if this guy doesn't check out Mm -hmm. we need like make sure everybody's background checks Mm -hmm. like check out so Mm -hmm.
1: he's building an army he's like doing things for the
0: philistines yeah and which eventually ends well so the philistines are at war with israel and yeah correct so we're now leading into a thing that I remember the name of the person that Saul goes to. I don't remember what happens with this person, but the name is so like iconic because it, do you remember why he goes? No. Well, I mean like, I I feel like he's like, correct me if I'm wrong, Alan, but like Saul eventually gets to the point where he's kind of desperate. And so he ends up consorting with witches, which for as a like singular, witch, singular. Um, So what happens is two things at the, at the same time.
1: The Philistine army kind of like all bands together and is going to do this big
0: attack. It's probably one of those things where like the Philistines aren't one, like one group there. You of course. Like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get like a bunch of the like. But this time
1: they're like banding together. And at the same time, Samuel dies. Got it. Oh, and that's why. So he's trying to get a different channel to God. Exactly. So Saul's like spiritual advisor, who doesn't really like him that much, right. but he's still like he lost his spiritual advisor at the same time he's going into like this big battle mm-hmm. that he thinks David will also be fighting against him. Uh-huh. So like Saul's freaking out.
0: Right. At which point he goes to the Witch of Endor. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> which like it was one of those things that when I, I, I'm 90% sure I saw Star, like the Star Wars movies before. Yeah. Yeah. I, read this. Yeah. And so it was like, wait, what? Yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Like immediately I'm
0: like, you know, in, into the star Wars universe. Um, yeah, he goes to the witch of Endor and basically I feel like she actually says you're going to die.
1: Well, so it starts, she predict he, he disguises himself Mm -hmm. and he sneaks through like his encampment and goes and finds this witch. And the first thing the witch says is like, Look, you know what Saul has done. He's cut off the mediums and spiritualists from the land. Is this entrapment? Yeah, yeah, right.
0: Of course, right. Yeah, uh,
1: and he swears like like I swear on the God.
0: And I, I also that, assume that he's wearing like a bad like mustache and sunglasses, and that's his disguise. Like she one, knows exactly who he is. Yes. Yeah, one hundred percent. Does and, the Bible throw shade at the fact that this is a witch? At all. Like, I mean, it seems weird that they would even introduce it as It's a pretty matter a of fact. It's, I was going to say, at this point, I think it's less of needing to throw shade. And you already assume if you're reading this book, you already know that mm, witches are evils. Yeah, yeah. Or evils. Or evils. Um, but that what it's more is that like, witches, always evil. The fact that uh, that Saul went to is proof positive that he is bad. <laughs> is, ah, that a, is that a decent read?
1: It is. <laughs> although the way it reads um, is like pretty matter of fact. It's, it's not trying to discredit
0: her. Either. No, they give like, her, she has power. Yes. Which is fascinating. Right. It's super fascinating. Right. <laughs> Cause like, it's, it, it's kind of funny. Cause like growing up the, the implication was that like psychics, mediums, anybody who was not of the, of the Christian. It's faith, all bullshit. Correct. But then like you read shit <laughs> like this and they make it seem like all of these people uh-huh. were just tapping into alternate sources of power. <laughs> yeah. Which is kind of a. It's yeah, mindfuck. Because a, as a kid. because this is not a story. This happened. Correct. Correct. <laughs> Correct. This is true. Mm. This is truth. It's yeah. the same sort of thing. Like when we started. Like at some point in probably when I was like nine or ten, I started like, "Well, why aren't miracles still happening today? Like, where where in the Bible did like Jesus go? And miracles will no longer happen after 1492? Uh-huh. You know? Yeah. The opposite happened in the Bible
1: in uh, Acts chapter one, when the Holy spirit came down and like his disciples are going to happen again, do miracles. Yeah. So yeah, no, I'm with Adam on this. It's, it's interesting. The thing is you can't read the Bible too carefully or it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it's surprising
0: <laughs> that that's how that works out.
1: It makes me mad at pastors. Yeah. Cause like they had to read it in like multiple languages. Right. Anyway, but also that's explains,
0: a whole nother argument. I've got two friends who are ex pastors and turns out really good at marketing. Turns out if you can sell the Bible, you can sell almost anything.
1: Makes sense. Uh, so he asked her to bring up uh, Samuel so he can oh, like, talk that's to his, right. his mentor. And uh, she instantly is like, ah, you're Saul.
0: <laughs> right. And he's like, yeah.
1: You, you got me. Know what I mean? But what do you see?
0: Yeah. And Samuel, do you, like, know shows, any, do you know any of this? Samuel then shows up like uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi in like the blue, like hazy <laughs> and like it, yells at the medium and no, yells at Saul. And like, it's actually totally true. Whoa.
1: It's, it's <laughs> an old man covered in a mantle.
0: Yeah. Like it's wow. totally uh, Obi-Wan
1: with, Can't his, see with his face. His hood yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, man, we got star Wars. We got Robin hood. There's a very Shakespearean element of all of this. Like you're not wrong in that. No. that analog. You, you know, gotta, like there's the Macbeth you gotta, thing go, happening. Correct. Yeah. Ghost dad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's and so, yeah, basically. And I feel like doesn't Samuel like throw shade at the entire situation. Is like, what the fuck are you doing? Like consorting with witches. Also, you're going to die. <laughs>
1: yeah. He mostly says, uh, the Lord will deliver Israel with you into the hand of the Philistines. And tomorrow
0: you and your sons will be with me. Hmm.
1: Yeah.
2: Hmm. Done, done, dun. It
1: does feel very Shakespearean.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that all happens. And Saul goes like, well, she's a medium. What the hell does she know? <laughs> I'm going to go to battle anyway. But he he's <laughs> shook. Yeah, yeah, You know, he's definitely shook. Um, so they, they go into battle and David does not show up. Well, so David. He's supposed to be fighting for the Philistines. He wants to fight for the Philistines. Oh. He
1: volunteers. But, like, another one of the kings, uh, so his king vouches for him, but another one of the kings is like, you idiot. Like, in battle, he'll just turn, turn sides if it's not going well. Right. And so they tell him to go to his Ziklag. Yeah, like, his ah, town. go dick off to your Ziklag. <laughs> That's his town.
0: I love, please make that your catchphrase. Dick off to your Ziklag. <laughs> I like it. That's my uh, second uh, LP. Yeah. Uh He does dick off to a sick leg. Okay. And uh, so he's not in the battle. Correct. Battle happens and both Saul and Jonathan die in Uh the battle. And it's like in like Golab or Gotha or something. It's it's sort of the G, right? The place where the battle is Uh, Gilboa Gilboa. But yeah, so basically, and like at which point David is like heartbroken because like, well, hold on. Are you not going to talk about how Saul dies? Oh, fuck. Yeah, man. Sorry. <laughs> Saul doesn't die in battle. Saul, like, basically sees Jonathan die and is, like, completely shook. He realizes, like, all of this is, like, Just the prophecy came through. Three true. sons.
1: Bam, bam, bam. That's death, right. Death, all three, all yeah, three yeah.
0: sons die. Everything is going to hell. And so I remember there being two versions of it. Are there two versions of it? No. Saul's taken a hit by an arrow as well. Right. So he's wounded, and he basically goes, like, Fuck this. I'm done. And, uh, falls on his own sword. Wow. Yeah. First he asks his armor bearer oh, right. to kill him. Yeah. And kill his me. Armor bearer won't. Mm-hmm. And so he, he finally just turns his sword. I see the thing is like, I thought there was another version of it where like he fell on his own spear, but he's not dead. And then one of the other Kings comes and finishes him off. Okay. I, ah. see,
1: I see what you're doing with this. So <laughs> in this version, he falls on his sword and then his armor bearer falls on his sword. <laughs> okay. that just sucks. Um, but yeah, the the guy who comes and tells David right down in Ziklag, Ziklag, uh, he fucks off to Ziklag, and uh, he says that I saw him sitting like impaled on his spear, and he asked me to like finish him, uh-huh. and so I did. Oh, uh-huh. and David's like, "How dare you kill someone ordained by God, even if he asks you?" And David <sighs> kills that dude. <laughs> Fuck. I mean, kill the messenger.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. That happens a lot in the Bible. Yeah, it does. Um, it do, I mean, it, it does. It does begin to like the, like the phrase don't kill a messenger starts like cropping up because all these messengers are like, damn it, man. Like historically, we're not doing well. Yeah, Stop yeah. killing us. Yeah.
1: And so this kind of uh, ends uh, the book of first Samuel. Okay. Um, with a nice little song by David.
0: 2 oh. Samuel is written by a ghost.
1: Yeah, because he's dead.
2: <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs>
1: uh, but Second Samuel is more about just David. David. Okay. Um, but, he, you know, he has lines about about the battle, and it's very like Tolkien, um, but towards the end, Saul and Jonathan were beloved and pleasant in their lives, and in death they were not divided. They were swifter than eagles. I mean, it, it really does read like Tolkien, but then it says... How the mighty have fallen in the midst of battle. Jonathan was slain in your high places. I am distressed for you, my brother Jonathan. You have been very pleasant to me. Your love to me was wonderful, surpassing the love of women.
0: Oh. Right? I anyway, mean, it's, I, also, it's a I kind of a bummer. The thing is, I don't think we've actually mentioned. So, you know, I, I'm sure you've heard the word Psalms before, or yeah, the book yeah, of yeah. Psalms. Yeah. That's all entirely David's, basically his like music journal.
1: It's self published. I see.
0: He's okay. like he writes music. Yeah, yeah. And okay. psalms are basically just him usually complaining about how he's a shit person. And yeah, he
1: knew that chord that pleased the Lord.
0: <laughs> so well. <laughs> anyway, I, I don't know if that helps in yeah. kind of like frame that like he literally just is this music guy. Sure. But so now
1: now that both Saul and Jonathan, the heir, are dead, David. That clears the way for David to now step in as king. I feel so like we yeah. kinda, we've kind of we've kind of tied the two
0: yeah. stories yeah, yeah. together. Yeah. He then, like, you know, gets married a couple times, moves into the capital, and then starts scoping on hey,
1: We skipped a couple wives. of marriages in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he already, there's a fun story um, when he's kind of wandering around. Uh, a dude named Nabel. Yeah,
3: I'll just close Nabal. it out
1: with this total side story where um, he's been, like, protect, protecting this guy's shepherds and his flock. And he sends an emissary in uh, to Nabal, who's like a notorious town asshole. Uh-huh. And uh, I asked Adam about this earlier, but I'm like, do you remember Nabal? Do and not he's at all. It's like, nope. <laughs> it's like, great, we'll skip it. And now I'm unskipping it. <laughs> oh, uh, Nabal, you know. Mm-hmm. So his emissaries are like, um, hey, we protect your flocks. We're, you know, this mighty band of people. Like, can we come feast with you? And Nabel's like, no. If, if every, like, ba- merry band of people who came and asked to feast... <laughs> like I got merry bands coming to my door every day. That's kind of what he says. He's like, I would be out of, you know, food. And uh, so uh, David is super pissed and, like, is taking 400 men to, like, wipe out his family. And Nabal's <laughs> wife hears about it. And, like, behind Nabal's back, slaughters a bunch of things, gathers, like, a very specific amount of raisins. And... <laughs> You know how the Bible is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like brings it out and <laughs> 32 like, raises, like cuts David off and meets him there with a, with a meal, with a meal to be like, please don't kill everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and David's so impressed by her and be like, okay, you know, I'll spare you. He, he doesn't, doesn't steal but her. Fuck your husband. Um, <laughs> and then but fuck
0: your husband is what, she, what he says. she,
1: she tells her husband, um, who's pissed and then just dies a week later. She does or he does the husband. Oh, the, Nabel does. Nabel dies. And then David hears about it and then makes her his wife. She's like, oh, oh go get that
0: lady who, like, gets me. Yeah, yeah. And gets me raisins. <laughs> and gets me a specific number of raisins. Yeah, I need that raisin wife. <laughs> she was something anyway, else. So that's a, that's a whole chapter. Wow. That's, you know, weirdly, I'm really kind of bummed that that wasn't told to me. Is it? Like, that's a f- great story. That chapter
1: mm-hmm. makes it feel, like, decidedly more like a, a Greek mythology. Yeah. Yeah, totally. You know, like a Hercules in this random village...
0: Yeah, anyways, that makes me so happy. That's great. So that's the story. Lovely. We'll be right back here on the King James Virgin. And we're back here on the King James Virgin and we have some phone calls on the prayer hotline. Yeah. Uh, we asked our listeners to call us with their, uh, weird memories, uh, uh, traumatic teachings. Yes. (laughs) Um, specifically related to our first two, uh, characters that we discussed. Correct. Job and Jonah. Um, and so, uh, we're going to listen to some calls now. Uh, Oh, and by the way, if you want to get on this, we'd love for you to hear from you. Uh, Dear Jesus at kingjamesvirgin.com. Yeah, record a voice memo, send it in. Uh, it sounds much nicer that way. Uh, so our first call comes from April.
3: I used to tell people that Job was my favorite book of the Bible because I think I, th- I liked that it was a little poetic. And also it introduces like a new lore of like God and the devil hanging out, like, I don't know, in the sky, I guess, talking about us. <laughs> And maybe also the concept of like, oh, you could like lose everything if God just decides he wants to prove a point to the devil. And I just thought that was crazy to think about. Anyway, I remember telling this to a pastor that my favorite book of the Bible was Job. And he was like, "Okay, that's interesting. Like, it was weird of me to like it. I don't know what I was supposed to say. Like, maybe something with Jesus in it, maybe like Romans or some shit. I have no idea like, what would have been, like, an acceptable answer to his question of, like, my favorite book of the Bible, but whatever, I said Job. And then, at the end of the year, we all get sword, swords? I can't say that. sword Swords? <laughs> whatever. As gifts, because we're, like, in the army of God, like, am I right? And um, if we, like, memorize a certain amount of verses or something, and so... All the swords had a verse etched into them. Not the actual, the whole verse, but the reference coordinates, whatever. And mine said, Job 29.6. So I looked it up. I was like excited to look it up. And it says, when I washed my steps with butter and the rock poured me out rivers of oil. And I was like, when the actual fuck does that mean? so that's the king james version um but let's head over to the niv see if it gets any more clear when my path was drenched with cream and the rock poured me out streams of oil still what the fuck what is this pastor saying i don't know what he went through job and he was like this verse this one, she'll love it. What the hell? I, I don't know.
1: Oh my god, that was amazing.
0: <laughs> That's so good. I don't know what I expected. <laughs> High bar for the first call. Yeah.
1: Because, like, I empathized and and just felt... Oh When she said swords, like, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I get the swords thing. Or, like, paper but, or cardboard or but something. But then actual swords? Okay, but no.
0: let's... Let me pause. Okay. So, as... Is this... How normal... I mean, yeah, the swords thing. Like, you... Do you remember getting things like this for like as a reward. So the sword
1: is a metaphor for the Bible itself.
0: Yeah. The metaphor I, I fully, I, I get the metaphor. We part of like Adventism has like a, has an interesting, uh, like connection with pacifism. So like, there's not a lot (laughs) of like the war stuff was, was like less focused on. But when I went to the non-Christian or non-denominational Christian high school, like, that I, this makes total sense to me. Sure, By the way, sure. April, thank you so much. This is that was a, a fucking amazing
1: story. You are also a, not wrong. Job journey. is the most beautiful book I have read in the Bible. Yeah, I this is, and, and it's so interesting. Like all of her reasons were totally correct. Fuck that pastor. Yeah, I still want and the sword with the butter Bible verse on it. <laughs> but
0: like, it, it I hope... didn't get better. Like it went from butter to cream. I hope she still
1: has that. Oh,
0: that's so good.
1: I hope it's a tiny sword and you could actually like use it for like, like a knife. cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking like a, like a sword you get in a like, drink with like a maraschino cherry. Yeah, maybe the pastor is just really funny. Maybe. That's Pro- just a- probably not.
0: Or just a legit sword that you go out and slay your enemies with. I mean, yeah, ideally. Well, you should slay your enemies with the word of God. Oh, right. And the belt of truth around your waist. You, just, you waist. just read the cream line to them and they dissolve. <laughs> uh, That's wow. a weird ass. It does feel like she was being trolled. That's, yeah, that's a trip.
1: That is such a good story. Uh, thank, you, thank you, April.
0: Thank you, April. Uh, our next call comes from? Our next one is
3: from Sinead. Hey, guys. I'm recording this to tell you how I learned about Jonah and the whale, which I'm pretty sure was exclusively side by side with the VeggieTales version, where he just gets eaten by a real whale and spat up, and he goes to Nineveh, and they're all smacking each other with fish or something. I don't know. I 100% did not know the gets mad, go sit under a gourd bit until I listened to the podcast. So I'm learning more about the Bible from this podcast than I ever did when I went to church. So thanks for that. Uh, yeah, thanks. Okay. Bye.
1: Dude, these are the greatest. I want, I want more of these. I know this is so good. Please, please call in with more stories like this.
0: Yeah. So we know that it was not a whale, right? Just and a I'm, fish, and I'm 90% sure that the, the like the smacking of the fish, because like VeggieTales, especially early VeggieTales, was like totally. I think you alluded to this as Monty yeah, Python. It's here, Monty right? Python references, and so that's probably yeah, yeah. What that is? That's, they throw that in for the adults. Yeah, exactly. Ugh. it is funny though. I mean, I think you, Sinead. we're we are kind of in the same boat. Alan and I, I feel like are. We sort of remembered the the vine, but not the gourd. No, not the gourd. But then also, like we're learning more about the Bible. But it now. also seems like if the, if the gourd is not in the veg, that seems like the perfect avenue for Veggie Tales, like gourds, right? Right up your alley. Yeah, but like a, a new character. But then like a worm. Would it, eating it. <laughs> I wonder if did Alan? Do you remember if this is when the gourds show up, Jerry and whatever? Dude, I do not remember. <laughs> Man,
1: I was it's hoping been a minute. I was hoping that it had a clever name, but it's just Jonah, a VeggieTales
0: movie. Oh, right, it was a movie. Sinead, <laughs> thank you so much. I, like seriously, these are so good. I did not know what to when we like had the idea to put the the email thing out there. I did not know what uh, to expect. And I'm so please, uh, everybody uh, again, dear Jesus at King Go record a voice memo. And I love that we're doing this. Uh, And um, I want to hear from everybody. So uh, if you remember anything, from uh, classically, like, misremember or were yes. taught in a weird way, have right. some strange connection to any of these stories. Um, yeah, we've been focusing on our first episodes, which are Job and Jonah, but I think that we should expand it now yeah. to our next two. Which are Zacchaeus and Samson? Correct. There's got to be some good Samson memories. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, so if you uh, have anything you want to share with us, uh, you know what? Let's do all four. You can do Jonah, Job, Zacchaeus, or Samson. Or yeah. Just yeah. open the. I mean, frankly, if you do any of our episodes, we'll probably no, still let's use it. keep it. But we may push it for a while. <laughs> if you, like, send us one about Jehu and you don't hear it for a while, that's why. Hey, thank you so much for listening. You can follow us at KJVPod on both Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you know the spiel about those two things. Um, and like we mentioned before uh, this week, please send your Zacchaeus or Samson stories to... Uh, as voice memos to dear Jesus at KingJamesVirgin.com Thanks to Mascaras and Resurrection Records for the use of our theme song, Kexari off the album El Moran, and this week's Resurrection Records artist is Duel. You can find the links to the songs, uh, sticker purchases, all sorts of cool shit on our website KingJamesVirgin.com Until next week, watch out for flying spears.
2: A cruel crew when time chews on you.